I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver and it's only round seven Not sure if I'm dead, cause I think this is heaven Now forget what he said and listen to me What you really wanna do is stack those RBs You can be Linda, just let me be frank Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank One says it's awful, the other says it's great It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. Episode 44 of the Dynasty Debates coming at you hot off the press. I am your humble host as always, Evan Brown. You can catch me on Twitter at FFEvanLution, like Revolution, but with my name at the start. Welcome to the Evanlution. You can follow the show at Dynasty Debates. You can drop me an email, dynastydebates at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments about the show or the prospects thus far, please feel free to let me know. Hopefully you've been enjoying it. Hopefully you've been getting your big boards ready and you're excited about those rookie drafts. Unfortunately, this is the last episode with Nate the Great. Sad times. It's been great having him. If you don't already, drop him a follow at NateNFL on Twitter. Check out the Dynasty Rewind. It's a great show and certainly enjoy this episode where we cover off two more amazing, well, intriguing prospects for this wide receiver class something is wrong with you i got a fever adam himself could not resist the temptation a rookie fever here we are back again back in the saddle nate nfl nathan christian well sorry sorry to use your christian name uh see what i did there again not apologizing um but yeah nate's nate's here one last episode sadly it's been a joy and a pleasure. He is a beautiful man with beautiful takes. We're going to cover two more prospects and little disclosure here. One of them is one of both of our favorite sleepers. So I doubt that we're going to argue or disagree much. But before we get to that, we're going to talk Romeo Dubs. <laughs> Sorry, that makes it sound like I really hate Romeo Dubs, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Here we go. Romeo Dubs, um, which, dude, straight up very cool name like i have to give him props for that i mean he's definitely climbed the ranks one or two spots just based on name romeo how cool is that dubs i mean the the you know the 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 trash talk writes itself you know he's he's here for the dubs um dub city so he's from nevada he's a wolf pack he's a one-man wolf pack um and he's a senior 21 years old he was a three-star recruit coming out of high school six foot two 201 pounds with 10 inch hands he did not participate at the combine so i don't have any athletic measurables for him in his 40 or his vert or anything like that not really sure why he didn't i don't know if he's just scared and just couldn't take the heat it definitely was not a dub for him at the combine so don't know what to say to you um but we'll we'll leave nate to to give you the, the breakdown of the athleticism here such as it is he did compete in football and track in high school so there's that his breakout age was 19.4, which is 80th percentile. So not too bad, not terrible, not great. It is what it is. And he had a 24.6% college target share, which is 72nd percentile. So again, not great, not terrible. It is what it is. Interestingly enough, though, he was on the Blitnikoff Award watch list for 2021, which is very prestigious. Obviously, the Blitnikoff is the award given to the uh, the best receiver in college football. So very, very um well played to him for being even on the watch list coming from Nevada, which is obviously not one of the biggest schools or the most prestigious. Um, so yeah, fourth all time in receiving yards at Nevada made 26 career touchdown catches, which tied him for fifth all time. So he definitely had a solid career um, for Nevada Wolfpack 
And in 43 games in total, he had 225 receptions for 3,322 yards, 14.8 yards per reception, and 26 touchdowns. So I'm going to throw it over to my beautiful guest here, and he is going to give me the inside on Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, uh, where art thou, dubs? Yeah, um, Romeo Dubs is a guy that I've I've actually liked Dubs a good bit. Unfortunately, he had a not so stellar senior bowl. And then to follow that up with not testing at the NFL combine, he's lost a lot of the hype that he had created by the end of the season playing with Carson strong. So um, he, he hasn't really played the whole pre-draft process very well. So um, it's a little unfortunate for him. I think he's probably lost a whole round or two of draft capital in that time. Um, he was being looked at as maybe a guy that sneaks into the day two draft capital, um, you know, a couple months ago, but now I think he's, kind of firmly placed himself there at day three. But athletically, watching the film, I have him probably pegged to like a 4-5, four, 4-5-5, five, four, five, five, something like that. He's not a speedster, but he is he he has some good long speed. He just takes a while to get there. He's he's a good long strider. Um he's shown that once he gets up to speed, he can, you know, take the top off the defense. He can you know, outrun some of the defenders, but he's not going to get there quickly. So I don't, I don't think he would have had a great 40 yard time. And that's maybe why he didn't run, but based on how fast everyone else is running, he probably should have run because he probably would have had a decent time. But despite that, you know, looking at the rest of his wide receiver profile, he's not a great route runner. I don't think he's a bad route runner. He's, he's pretty average with his routes. Um, he uses his head fakes well, decent getting in and out of his breaks, and uh, but isn't going to win a lot of man coverage. But he does do better in zone coverage with finding the holes. I think he does well there. And, you know, he had some deep shots there with Carson Strong. Carson Strong had a huge arm, and Romeo Dubs and him connected for a lot of big touchdowns. So there's something to be said for that. But the, I think the thing that really holds me back with Romeo Dubs now and what we saw at the Senior Bowl, he really struggles to get off the line. When facing press coverage, when facing physicality within the first five yards, he he does not do well to consistently beat that and get behind the defender, create leverage, you know, get get the defender on their heels. He's often the one getting pushed back, which is not a good look, especially when you're trying to make it, you know, the jump to the next level with all the athletes that are there. So something that has really dropped him on my film grade, and I think a lot of scouts, uh, is is that release, and and we are hoping to see him you know, do well at the senior bowl. And he didn't, um, outside of that, I like his hands. He got good hands. I think he, you know, uses his size. Well, he's a good runner with the football. He almost runs a bit like a running back. I think at times, I think he's one of those guys that people are going to look at and see in the kind of the new mold of those wide receivers who are a bit bigger and have that physicality after the catch. Um, every, we used to call them, you know, the next Debo Samuel, but now Debo Samuel is like actually really good. So we can't say that anymore, but uh, a guy like that who, you know, is a thick framed wide receiver who once he has the ball in his hands can make something happen. Unfortunately, he doesn't have the athletic ability of like a Debo Samuel or some of those other guys. So he's a little bit limited there, but still does pretty well. You know, he has punt return experience and he's able to kind of run through tackles, create yards after contact, not just after the catch, but also after contact. So someone I think has some traits that are worth exploring, but overall has a couple limitations that, you know, really bring down his overall rank for me and limit his upside. So 
you can be good after the catch, but if I can't get you the ball and I can't get you the ball in space, it's not going to really do too much. So I, I do kind of like Romeo Dubs, but he's lost a lot of uh, the the polish for me. He's lost a lot of the shine. And I'm going to now wait for the draft capital to see if the NFL scouts feel the same way. Yeah, I think for me, um, Dubs is one of those guys is pretty much almost off off my draft board. Not because I wouldn't draft him, but because I'm not comfortable drafting him where everyone else seems to be comfortable drafting him. There's other running backs and, and tight ends that I'm way more interested in around where he's going currently. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said. I mean, my notes on him, routes not very sharp, um, quite stiff in and out of his breaks. He is a good deep threat. He is solid as a deep threat. Um, I actually wrote down, which is interesting, ties in with what you said. I said um, not much burst, but you know he's a decent long speed. Takes time to get up to speed. <laughs> it's like it's very painful to watch. But when he is going in full full stride, it's nice. It's nice. It's decent. Uh, he's not twitchy or elusive. I don't think very much. Um, not great deceleration with his with his routes as well, which I really look for. Like Jameson Williams has incredible deceleration, so I'm obviously not comparing him to someone like that. But you just like to see that little bit. I, that was one thing about Kyle Phillips was like he's always one speed in all his routes. He doesn't have that you know deceleration to kind of throw DBs off i don't think um but yeah i mean he is solid at contested catches he's a good deep threat he doesn't produce much separate that's one of the notes i wrote down just like does not produce much separation um but he has a good size catch radius um so yeah there's definitely things to like about him but again the things that he struggles at i think are a big deal and so for me personally I'm probably just not going to be drafting him hardly anywhere because I think from what I'm seeing, a lot of people are really interested in him in like the top of the third or even the back end of the second round, um, which is just too rich for me personally based on the other receivers. And, and especially that's the kind of, for me, the way it goes is like in a one QB league, there's like three running backs I'm really interested in in the first round. Then it's just like a bunch of wide receivers. And then once we get like near the back into the second, into the third, there's loads of running backs that I'm really excited to try and take pot shots at. And then definitely some tight ends that I really like. So he's kind of like in that group of like meh wide receivers to me where I personally am not going to be really interested in them until like probably the end of the third round, um, you know, second half of the third round into the fourth round in a one QB league, which he's going to be gone by then. I think there's, there seems to be a Romeo dubs lover in every league <laughs> that I've seen so far. So I, I probably won't have a lot of him. Um, but where are you at with him? Like, wh- are you higher than I'm assuming you're higher than that on him? I I'm, like I said, I'm probably, I can't imagine based on who I can think of off the top of my head, who will be in the rookie draft. I can't imagine being interested in him more than like mid to late third. That's actually about where I am with him. I'm thinking like late third, early fourth, because I don't think the draft capital is going to be there for him. If he does, I, you know, I'm not going to, if he sneaks into day three, I mean a day two with the third round, that'll be great for him. I think more likely his ceiling for draft capital is the fourth round which, you know, with fourth round draft capital, maybe I'm feeling comfortable drafting him midway through the third. But more likely, I think he's a mid-day three guy, like fifth, sixth round. And at that point, it's it's much more of a late third, early fourth round pick for me. Absolutely. I think we we have nailed that. Well, I'm pretty sure people will be angry at us, actually, because I think there's like Romeo Dubs truthers out there somewhere. Um, but, you know, don't at me, at Nathan. Um, it's his fault. So I um, he influenced me on this. No, I'm joking. No, I'm just not. A, I'm not a Romeo Dubs guy, not a truther. I'm not that interested in him. But again, I, at certain points, I would take shots, but he'll probably be gone by the time he gets to me. We are going to talk about somebody that, full disclosure, 
me and Nate both have immense man crushes on. So um, prepare for a three-hour debate and lecture on all, all of the virtues of Jalen Tolbert. Um, he's out of South Alabama, which is a small school. It is the Jaguars. So that's a cool name. I like that name. Um, he's a redshirt senior, 23 years old. He was only a two-star recruit, so nothing Nothing good so far that we're telling you. <laughs> this is not sounding good. Um, he's six foot one, 194 pounds, 10 inch hands. At the combine, he ran a 449.40, 36 inch vert, and 10 foot three broad. Um, now he played basketball, baseball, and football in high school. He was injured preseason as a freshman, so he missed his entire freshman season. So again, that's sort of the nuance of, you know, you have to take each player into consideration. So some people will say, ooh, redshirt senior, ooh, 23, ooh, don't like that. But again, he missed his entire freshman year because of injury. So what can you do? Can't hold that against him. His breakout age is 20.5, which is the 48th percentile. So that's not great. But on the positive side, he does have a 33.4% college target share, which is 96th percentile. So that's, that is bueno, muy bueno. Um, he was named the 2021 Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year and first team all league after setting school records with 82 receptions and eight touchdowns and 12 starts. So in 40 games in total for the Jaguars, he had 178 receptions for 3,140 yards. He averaged 17.6 yards per reception which is that is noise if you've been listening to those i mean like i don't want to keep picking on kyle phillips but his was like 11 or something like that i mean this guy is averaging 17.6 yards per reception over his entire career and 22 touchdowns so jalen tolbert i'm going to try and keep it fairly short because i know Nate, Nate, Nate loves him as well we actually had to arm wrestle over him and i flew all the way to america <laughs> i'm exhausted um but no he he is he is really great he's one of my favorite like sleepers i'm just hoping that he sort of stays a sleeper you know going into drafts and stuff like that because i feel like more and more people are getting excited about him um he's one of those guys who he was used all over the field. He was used in screens, short games. He's good at reading the soft spots in zone. He seems to have a really high football IQ. Like he just seems like a really smart football player. Like you see little things. It's hard to even explain. Like you see little things like um, he'll just like, he'll just like get in the way of somebody to block them to free somebody else up to get it you know get the pass and you know he just little things he's thinking about things you're seeing that he understands the game at a very high level which i think is going to be really intriguing and really interesting for nfl scouts and for nfl players because he just seems like very smart mature player really understands the game at a high level um very smooth and fluid in his routes like he's one of those athletes like you know jameson williams to me is sneaky fast because he's so smooth that you're like is he that fast? And you're like, oh crap, he is that fast. Jalen Tolbert is like that. Not that he's as fast as Jamison Williams, but Jalen Tolbert is just so smooth and just refined in what he does. And his movements are very uh, poetic. He's got like a poetry in his motion. Um, you know, he's a willing blocker. So again, he does the dirty work. There's nothing that he's not going to get involved in, not do. He seems like a real team player. Um, and, and what I love about him, so this is what, kind of what I wrote and I'll try and explain it again. Nate will probably explain this as well, but he uses his head and his eyes to manipulate defenders rather than just sharp cuts so it's not just even again this is part of like his 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 i feel like his emotional intelligence his football intelligence he knows how to like use head movement and 
uh, you know, where he's looking or his body movement and it, as well as his cuts. It's not just his physicality or just his speed that he uses to get open. He manipulates the fenders with where he's looking, how he's looking, things like that. Um, it's really impressive to see. He does have cut sharp cuts as well, though. So it's like a double-edged sword because he can beat you with sharp cuts, sharp route running. But there's sometimes, especially when he's about to go deep, he'll kind of look in like he's about to cut in. And then the TB just takes that one wrong turn. And then he's just like, boom, head puts his head down, just goes for it. And you're like, crap, this is over. This is not good for the DB. Um, he's good at catches and traffic. He can high point the ball when necessary. Like I said, sort of similar to um, Sky Moore for me in that like it's not that he does one thing really, 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 really well. So he does so many different things really, really well. Um, you know, that I think he's going to be a really, really interesting prospect in the NFL draft. I think he's going to have a really interesting role to play. And I definitely think he's somebody I'm really excited about um, as, a, as somebody that maybe not a lot of people were talking about, but again, he went and had like some really solid performances um, after the season as well. You know, he, he really did, did well for himself there and just, through the whole process, he's been going arrows up, you know, which is great to see. You love to see that because kind of Romeo Dobbs, we just talked about, was at a certain level and he's kind of been going down, down, down slowly towards the NFL draft. So the momentum's been going the wrong way, whereas I think Jalen Tolbert's momentum is going the right way towards the NFL draft. But again, apologies. I'm going to shut up here because I know Nate, he really wants to talk about Jalen as well. Jaylen, what have I missed about Jalen? What, what do you love about Jalen? Yeah, you've hit it pretty well. Um, Tolbert is currently my favorite sleeper. And once he gets that day two draft capital, He's going to solidify himself as my bona fide sleeper that I'm going to have like nearly a hundred percent share of. Like I'm going to have exposure to Jalen Tolbert across all my leagues. <laughs> Nate's taking him at the one Oh two. You heard it here first. Hey, I'm taking him before anybody else. I can guarantee you that. Um, I, I love me some Jalen Tolbert. I think he does everything you want a wide receiver to do. And he does all those things well. And some of those things at an elite level. Now, coming out of South Alabama, obviously the competition is not the greatest competition, but he played, you know, South Alabama played Tennessee this year. And Tennessee is an SEC team. Maybe not the best SEC team, but they got SEC talent out there. And despite his team losing 60 to 14, Jalen Tolbert had seven catches for 143 yards, a 68 yard touchdown. Jalen Tolbert looked at home with those SEC cornerbacks and defenses. They did not bother him at all. And then the next game, they played Coastal uh, Carolina, which is probably one of the best teams in the uh, group of five. And he put up 10 receptions for 191 yards and another touchdown. So I don't think the competition is something I'm going to worry about. You know, he he's played up to the competition every time he's had to, despite his team around him not always doing that. And you see that in the tape, you know, he's got great route running. I love the deceptiveness that he has in his routes. He fights through the physicality because sometimes at that level, you know, the cornerbacks are a bit more handsy and he just fights through it. He's strong. Um, he's got a great frame to him. He's a great athlete. So he can get by those guys. He has a step or two on him. And then, you know, despite him having a step or two on these guys and creating lots of separation, his quarterback throws an absolute duck. He's got to slow down. The defender gets on him, and then he wins the contested catch situation. So in one play, he showed me that he can get off the line. He can create separation with his routes. He's speedy, and then he can make contested catch situations and win those. You know, he, he just does everything right. I know he's a small school guy. I know he's older. 
I know the analytics might not be great for Jalen Tolbert, but he's just one of those guys that I watch and I just get excited about. Every time I watch Jalen Tolbert, I come away excited about what he can bring to the next level. And like you said, he's one of those guys that's building momentum in this pre-draft process. He had a great senior bowl. Uh, He was one of the best wide receivers there throughout the week at the NFL combine. He tested well, um, didn't blow the roof off anything, but tested well enough that no one was going to have any question marks about him. Um, he, he's just my guy this year, man. And I'm, I need, I need one of my guys to hit. I need, I, I need it. <laughs> and I have a really good feeling about Jalen Tolbert. So I am just absolutely waiting for the NFL draft for him to get that day two draft capital. Cause that really solidifies everything I've seen on tape. That'll be validating for me. And if he does that, I'm going to go ahead and get my draft grade. I, I do not mind myself. I don't know if I recommend this for other people. I would take Jalen Tolbert at the 112. Oh, boom. There you go. I love it. Love the boldness. I love to hear it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the great thing is you're not going to have to take him that high. I really don't think you are because, like you say, he's a small school guy. There's going to be doubters. There's going to be people who just like, who is this guy? I don't even know who Jalen Tolbert is. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I agree with a lot of what you said there. Love the dude. Really, really like him as a sleeper. I'm probably not going to be taking him at the 112 personally <laughs> but i i 100 am happy taking him you know high up in the second you know what i mean like i would be happy taking him if he gets that capital like we think if he gets day two capital i'm i'd be comfortable taking him at the 203 204 205 somewhere in there um in a one qb league maybe a little more towards the mid second later second but i think you'll be able to get him there almost every time if you're willing to pull the trigger in the mid second I think you're probably going to be getting him almost every time because again, just, I think the name value and all that kind of stuff, he's just not hyped very much, which is good. Um, You know, and it's just somebody that I definitely love him way more than dubs way more than, you know, a lot of these other guys that we've talked about um, just because I think he's so well-rounded as a prospect has so much going for him. As you can see, we both are Jalen Tolbert dudes. Um, I, I don't suggest you necessarily need to draft him at the one twelve, but Hey, that's what happens. You know, you fall in love with a guy, that's your guy. And to be honest, I mean, that's what I said about Christian Watson. And probably a lot of people think I'm crazy for that. You know, like I said, I would take him at the 112 probably in, in a rookie draft if he gets the capital that I think he's going to get. And um, and if the guys are gone that I think are going to be gone by then. Yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you've enjoyed that. I know I have. Um, thanks again to Nate. If you don't already, make sure and go follow him at Nate NFL on Twitter. Check out the Dynasty Rewind. You've heard from Mike recently on this series. You've heard from him before on Dynasty Debates. He is one of the other co-hosts over there. Um, they do great work. They're putting out a lot of video content. They put out a lot of uh, podcast content. They just put out a lot of good content. They cover off Debbie. They cover off Dynasty. They cover off lots of things. And um, really good dudes, good knowledge, good info. Make sure and hit them up. Check out what they're what they're up to. And Nate, is there anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to shout out or plug before we go? I just want to say, make sure you go grab yourself from Jalen Tolbert. I got him in my most recent mock, uh, one quarterback at the 212. So, you know, I waited a whole round and I got him at the 212. Uh, absolute steal. And you don't have to worry about him, you know, rising up too much. I think after the NFL draft, because like you said, he's, he's not the biggest name, but I'm just going to keep saying Tolbert. I'm going to keep saying Dotson. Those are like my two favorite guys this year. I am all about those guys. And I think this wide receiver class is very strong. If you need a running back this year, get it early after the first three or four, you might be out of luck.
But uh, that's that's basically all I have to say. Thank you, Evan, for having me on. Um, I love you and everything you do. You've always been there talking to me uh, for the past couple of years about fantasy football, being one of my greatest, uh, closest supporters and closest friends on Twitter. So I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Thank you. Appreciate you taking time to jump on. It's been a pleasure. Really been enjoy uh, enjoy talking to some of these prospects and obviously sharing our our joint love affair with Jalen Tolbert. Hopefully he hits and doesn't make us look like complete idiots this year. But um, <laughs> yeah, guys, make sure and uh, stick with us. We're going to be covering more prospects coming up again soon. Quick reminder, just before you get out of here, if you're enjoying this series, if you want to see some of these prospects yourself, one place you can do that and somewhere I'd recommend doing that is over at the Dynasty Nerds Film Room. If you want to go check it out, you can get a subscription. It gives you more than just the film room, but the film room itself gives you breakdowns of all these players we've been talking about and many, many more. You can see all the snaps they play in certain games. It's a great way to get your eyes on these prospects, see what you think for yourself. And if you do want to sign up, you can use the code FFEvolution at checkout for 15% off. See you again soon, guys. Keep building those big boards. I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver, and it's only round seven. Not sure if I'm dead, cause I think this is heaven. Now forget what he said, and listen to me. What you really wanna do is stack those RBs. You can be Linda, just let me be frank. Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank. One says it's awful, the other says it's great. It's time to buckle in for a Dynasty debate.